You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey there, Screen Beans. Have you heard about Screen Snark? Rachel, this is an ad break. They aren't screen beans until they listen to the show. Fine. Potential screen beans. You like movies and TV shows, right? I mean, who doesn't? Screen Snark is a casual conversation about the movies and television shows that are shaping us as we live our everyday lives. That's right, Matt. We have a chat with at least one incredible guest every episode, hailing from all walks. We've interviewed chefs, writers, costumers, musicians, yoga teachers, comedians, burlesque dancers, folks in the film and TV industry, and more. We'd be delighted for you to join us every other Monday on the Certain POV Podcast Network. Or wherever you get your podcasts, fresh and tasty off the presses. What? But that's, no, that's not... Can I call them Screen Beans now? Fine. Screen Beans! So tune in and we'll see you at the movies or on a couch somewhere. Because you're a whole Screen Beans now. Welcome listeners, welcome JV Pickers, Josue here, back with working together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is rock band songs and guitar hero songs. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geek Elite Media presents Jukebox Vertigo. So, we don't have quite a packed table, but it is a full table, and a new, somebody new at the table, which I'm very excited uh, for them to be here. We have ourselves Jess. Hi. Hi. Glad for you to be on this show. Uh, another first timer. I'm very happy to be getting to know all these Geekly uh, media members. Uh, you being one of them. Uh, can you tell the, our listeners where else you're from? Um, so for Geekly, I do four podcasts. I'm in nice. Geeks Watch. I do VHS Gems, um, Love of Pages, our book club podcast. And then I also do United States of Women. Oh, fuck yeah. Sounds awesome. <laughs> do you have your own uh, vast collection of VHSs as well? No, I don't okay. have them anymore. We kind okay. of just got rid of them all. <laughs> like, I can't There's remember only how long ago, but yeah, they're they're gone. There's ever a few select like old old timey monster movies that will just kind of pick out from like thrift stores. But that's about it, because yeah, they do take up a lot of space. Yeah. Next up on the show, we have ourselves some Daniel. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey, buddy. Glad, you're, glad for you to be on. Thank you. I guess I won't say thank you for having me on, like always, since I am part of the crew now. So uh, yes. I'll cut that out. But <laughs> always having fun recording this. So yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We're talking to music with you. Always. And of course, as always, we're going to have ourselves some Keith. Yo. Um, I want to, I know we're going to talk about what we listened to in just a moment, but I want to say thank you to our guest last week and our good friend, Steven. Because uh, he he made me complete musically last week by giving me a recommendation, <laughs> and I'll be talking about that in a moment. Yes, awesome. Everybody here, full table. Uh, moving on to what we should just be recommending to to ourselves, to each other, and to everyone. I have myself my 
list here. It's not everything. It's just my organized. Good God. <laughs> no, these are just <laughs> my, my scribbles. The bottom half is when I have them all organized. Uh, so I'm going to start with singles, except for one, because I'm saving one for like the, the last, for, for the end. It was just, it's fucking amazing. But anyway, my boy Snot came out with a new song. Uh, it's called Red. And I'm just happy for him to be back. Uh, the last song called Whipski. The one with the, fuck, I keep forgetting his name, Little Internet, I think. Uh, it was a good one. I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, it's just very weird hearing Snot with a feature because he's just still so underground. But now that he's coming up, he does have that feature money now. So that one was cool. But now coming back to real, um, sad boy sounding, uh, Snot, but in his like, I'm, I'm pissed, I'm angsty type of way. Fucking love this dude. So good. And two, almost two back to back singles, at least two singles in this year. I'm hoping for another album. And then Molly Brazy. Also with back-to-back singles, with last week's being uh, famous with Baby Money, and then this week with the the Demon. Now the Demon being kind of like a minute and thirty because she just <laughs> she's a very sassy rapper, and I fucking love <laughs> her high her just her high pitched voice, but just like going down to the, going down these bars where it just like it just comes off intimidating. Where she if you had her in your face, it would just be very very fucking intimidating. Especially like the more you listen to her. And she just gets very specific with how and when her AKs are around. And it's just like, the, 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 this girl's real. This girl's for real. <laughs> I do love a badass lady rapper. Oh, I, oh for sure. I, I damn for sure do. I mean, I think it just actually like back it up. I mean, I, I don't know what the actual lifestyle is. But if they can back it up on, like, on the mic and actually like wrap it around, if, if they're going to be like raunchy, so be it. Uh, but at least like be like, at least like be clever about it. And it's like, hats off to Megan the Stallion right there um, mm-hmm. over someone like Cardi B. But then you just have your conscious rappers and for sure those are going to be like the real badass ones. I saw the product. <laughs> That's why she's on, the, on here twice. Uh, next rapper I'll be talking about is Vince Staples with Are You With That? And this one was almost like an, almost an aggressive title, Are You With That? It's actually more of a very mellow R&B song and it just like gives you like that beach dancey vibe and it's like this is actually a good listen. And now for some fun jokey ones, there was uh, Tenacious D with You Never Give Me Your Money slash The End. It's almost like a two-parter. And, of course, it's your Tenacious D silliness. Um, not your fast song. I'm, I'm, I want Kyle Gass to just be going jamming on his acoustics guitar again. But uh, it is what it is. Hopefully we get more songs from them. That actually came on during my workout, and that's actually a Beatles cover. Oh, no shit. Yeah. The first what? part. Yeah, the first one. The, I'm not going to sing it because, you know, don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yes, the first half of the song is a Beatles cover. Huh. Well, that's awesome. Good yeah. to know. They did, oh, a, they did a good job. <laughs> you liked it? Awesome. Yeah. Good. <laughs> then, something I'm also wondering if you guys listen to it on the funny side. John LaJoy. Taco. Oh, I love him, but no. <laughs> He's <Taco>? back? <laughs> he came out with a song called One Thing. And on the, the thumbnail, it's him like removing his, his uh, face mask. And it's just like, and he talks, he, he talks about, he sings about how he's like, he's super dope that like, because of science, we have our vac- vaccines and we can move forward with our lives in the world. But the one thing he's going to miss out on, he's gonna, really going to miss about this whole shitty year is how easy it was to bail on people or to not hang out around other people. It's Jean LaJoy. It's going to be silly, but it is very Jean LaJoy and it's gonna, actually going to be a good song too. Yeah, now, we haven't talked much about him on the show, but I mm-hmm. absolutely love, um, please use this song. 
the one he wrote that's supposed to be generic like advertising anthem caught i love mm. that song and <laughs> it started as a baby it's so funny to me he me. makes good music it's just catchy it's just it's so stupid but it's such a dumb joke but i love it and then uh my big one is uh merry christmas exclamation point oh yes <laughs> i send that to all my friends every year i, I put it on facebook every single year right, you better send me that one more <laughs> We and then I start, to, and then I start texting my friends. Merry Christmas! Exclamation point. Nice. And hope they see the video. We expect this uh, Christmas gram from you. <laughs> yeah. uh, last thing I'll talk for now, because it, it, but it is a very much of a highlight for me for this week, and the one I was listening to before, or while I was talking to you guys pre-show, is Willow, Willow Smith, Willow, with another <laughs> super great rocking single called Lipstick. Nice. And oh my god, I just I say this every fucking time. It's like she's come a long way from I whip my hair back and forth. Uh-huh. Like out of all the Smiths, she's like the one that's actually taking her music career the most serious or seriously. Like she's not campy, safe as Will. She doesn't leave people hanging to dry like Jaden. <laughs> she constantly puts out great fucking music. And the last one she did, Transparent with the, the Travis Barker one. I thought it was a fun single. It's like, oh, she's kicking over on the on the rocker side. That's cool. I kind of I kind of want more. And there was a talk about. I saw there's like a there's gonna be a new album coming out for, from her. So like oh, that's cool. But I, I hope it stays to this genre at least. Like dip into something new, something different for you for herself. And then lipstick is actually is it has that melodic. She carries this melodic metal like like voice but then like the 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 song is just it's still rocking but it has that just like more of an industrial like Trent Reznor vibe but so but it still meshes very well and like something I didn't I didn't really talk about a few months ago was when she was when she fucking had uh Wicked Wisdom for for Mother's Day which is a Jada Pickett Smith's uh uh, band, her her actual metal band, and on Mother's Day she got her band for Willow to sing "Bleed Over Me," one of her songs, to Jada, like just almost like a private session. So that's really fucking cool that she's dipping into this rock side. So for for and this album is just gonna be all that because she just sounds great. She she really has a fantastic voice. The utter shade you just did, Will Smith. <laughs> what? Because. Am I am I wrong that he plays? Yeah, like it? He's not taking his music seriously. <laughs> well, I mean, he plays it. Getting I mean, he's kidnappy. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying he's campy. I gotcha. Yeah. And then okay. And then we get not, not enough uh, wicked wisdom because it's actually it's actually really cool. Yeah. Now for some albums, um, I can actually finally talk about Tyler Creator's album. Uh, yes. Call me if you get lost. And actually dug it. If anything, I liked it for the opposite reasons that Crozen did. I actually liked the the middle part when he's not really around or when he's not doing his, I call it his aggressive slam poetry rap, but that's just me. But the middle section of the album <laughs> is really good. Uh, the whole project is actually just like, um, I did enjoy it. It's just, I just, I wish he just had a different style too. So moving on, Doja Cat with Planet Her was really fucking good too um i can't i'm constantly at odds with her over just disturbing her but i can never just fault her music because it's just really really fun like song woman or just naked really the song with the weekend is really good i don't understand why there's two different ones like there's an extended version with her having a longer part and it's not a bad part it's actually good so i just just constantly just preferred the, the longer version anyway um yeah she's just good also, lady gaga she gave us a cow. Yeah, yes. it's awesome. <laughs> exactly. It is a like, fantastic video. <laughs> then Lady Gaga had Born This Way, the 10th anniversary, 
which is actually good. A, a great re-listen to listen to the whole project again, ex- like my, like then just like the singles, how it really was back then to just go through the fucking, this body of work. It's just so fucking dope. And then like for, for it to be a 10th anniversary, the deluxe version had some songs that I'm trying to find as I'm buying time. Shit. I'll just type it. Born you this find time. way. Fun fact. Um, yeah. David Guetta, uh, he actually dropped out of the project. He was supposed to produce the album, but Zed ended up uh, replacing him and produced the entire album. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And that's when that Zed was different. a nobody. No shit. Yeah. I, I feel like David Guetta would probably made it more more poppy or uh, more uh, more housey kind of style. Yeah, more housey yeah. is what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what it was too. Okay, so coming back to once I found it, uh, the deluxe album, the extra songs are basically covers from other people. Where it ends with uh, "Edge of Glory," but then you have um, Kylie um, Monague doing a "Mary the oh. Night." Minogue, uh, Minogue, cool. Um, Big Frida with Ju- doing Judas, the Highwaymen doing Highway Unicorn, but with Britney Spencer and Madeline Edwards. Ben Platt you with doing you and I years and years doing redoing Edge of Glory, and then Oliver Peck doing Born This Way as a country road version, and it works. I fucking Ooh. dug this. Like it was, it was just like to listen to the whole project again and getting these like weird renditions of different songs that you just listen to were really cool. Now speaking of, I'm actually gonna jump list here. <laughs> Metallica did the same thing, and I was listening to this as a joke, but then some of them were actually pretty fun. So this was. The Metallica Blacklist EP for um, Nothing Else Matters and Enter Sandman. <laughs> and then I really thought this was going to be a joke because it was uh, the opening track is Enter Sandman. But of everyone in the music industry, it's Juanes, Mexican artist Juanes doing Enter Sandman. And it sounds like probably one of the best karaoke versions of Enter Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. I'm not saying he sounds bad, but the music, like, just so it doesn't sound the same, just so it doesn't sound like Enter Sandman. The riff is just like a note and a half off or different, and it just makes it sound like a cover karaoke band doing Enter Sandman (laughs) as he's doing it. Uh, But then, man, this other one. As soon as it started playing, I knew I was gonna like it, and I was already didn't I didn't want it didn't want to like it. because of the singer, but the way it starts, it has Watt yeah, and Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma, and oh. uh, Robert Trujillo, uh, the bassist for Metallica. And all of these are fantastic, but then the way it sounds with the, starts with piano and it's, it's nothing else matters. And it's like, all right, here she comes and it's going to sound fucking cool. And it's Miley Cyrus <laughs> covering nothing else matters. Yeah. And it's actually good. So that's actually not completed the entire way because, uh, Ghost, um, Papa Emiratus or whatever Papa they're on right now. He actually, uh, went on Facebook today and made a post saying that mm-hmm. their cover of, um, Enter the Sandman is going to be on the full album once it's fully released. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cause there was like another project for the black album, but I didn't have time for that. I didn't really want to. But anyway, coming back to this one, the next three songs are literally sad but true. And this is where it's going to be iffy. I, I thought it was going to be iffy because this is my favorite Metallica song. I don't have that many favorite Metallica songs, but this one I do like because Lars just goes ape shit on the fucking drums. And that's the reason why I like the song. Enter Sam Fender doing 
sad but true. And it is the softest, quietest, most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> all these three songs, I they're all so different, but I really can't fight them. I love them all just as much as I love the original because the next one is Jason Isbell and then St. Vincent doing uh, all, all these three cats doing Sad But True. And it's like, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Um, I know two songs, but they're like four holier than that, but they're like, whatever. So anyway, that was that. I thought it was going to be a joke, um, but it's actually, I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that. Then off of Keith's request from last week, there was uh, the Murlocs with the Bittersweet Demons. Yes. This actually wasn't that bad. I hadn't, hadn't I really never listened to them and they're pretty dope. <laughs> Very different yeah. for like an actual like rock band. I was gonna say because I obviously I don't know who they are. I just recommend them because you have similar uh, interests with another band. But that description was so bizarre to me that I just I have to know like what did you think like what would you describe their genre? I mean, at first because like, honestly, towards like towards the end, it started uh, the album started to really mellow out. But towards like the middle, when they're just like at their most aggressive, or like they really wanted to find their sound, it gave me like jet vibes with. Um, I don't see the strokes, but this is, I'm trying to think of another band. The one that actually, one that actually resonated with it, but really almost like it gave me jet vibes for a while. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like part of the description was like R and B. Did you get any of that? I think that's where like the second half comes in when it starts to really mellow out. Cause it was really just rocking for like the first half. Oh, nice. Now another album I listened to like for these, for these two next albums are just really cool. These are kind of basically live albums. It was um metal metal band enslaved had Chronicles of the Northbound um, was below the lights for it's, um, but it was, a, there was a cinematic tour uh, last year, or at least there was one last year. And this album sounds fucking great. Cause it's only like seven songs, but they're like super fucking long songs. And I can only imagine what, what it meant for a cinematic tour. I can only just like imagine. It just it takes me back to Pharaohs for Childish. And like, it's like we went to fucking somewhere. So add a metal album to it. Like this shit would have been dope. And then Lacuna Coil had their uh, Live from the Apocalypse, which I guess this is an actual release over last year in September. They had a live stream for their whole last album. Uh, fuck, should run it down. <laughs> But they basically just did uh, the cover to cover of that last album since so they couldn't really tour it. And the essence of the album, if you will, is more or less about the album came out in 2019 and they're pretty much like talking about the end of the world and so much so that it ended up happening. So they pretty much like did the whole thing over and just like at least for, to put it out for, for people. Then Modest Mouse had the Golden Casket and I actually did like it. It was, it did, it did have a good batch of songs. There's no need float on. But at least for the whole project, yeah. <laughs> at least for the whole project, it's actually very much uh, worth to listen to if you haven't listened to them in a while, which honestly I haven't for at least for new new stuff from them. Mm-hmm. Almost wrapping up here, guys, because these are my fa- these are my favorites. Um, be badoobie, <laughs> be badoobie, put out this magical little EP called Our Extended Play, an EP. And this thing off the bat, just by like the cover art, it's already like a 2000s, like a brand new, fresh going into the millennium, just radio play. And like, even like the way the word is, the word is played out and like the word is, uh, the font is used. It's really fucking cool. Um, I just, I'm just so enamored with it. Cause like, even like, <laughs> It gives you all of like the late nineties and then just like that. I don't know how to explain all that, all that radio play, you know, um, there's just fantastic songs. Um, 
Cologne is a good one. The the last one just makes me really happy. Like the just like opening and closing with that song, especially because like the last one goes, uh, uh, he gets me so high, and it just and I get how it, it's supposed to be how it's supposed to be met, uh, but kind of her relating to other songs like with like animal noises i know she what she also could mean and it just makes me think of sochi because when we first started talking i had the impression that she was like a hella stoner being from up here but her tolerance <laughs> wasn't as high and maybe just like just as much as me but i wanted to show up too so i we would get incredibly blazed and so that song just makes me think of her because <laughs> it would because then down the line we would we would talk about then, then memories, and she'd be like, "Yeah, I don't remember that." I was like, "Wow, wow. it was right in your face." Yeah, I was super high back then when we first started talking. It's like, "Oh shit, okay, well, I get, I think that makes sense." So, last album I'll talk about is the Marias with Cinema, and this has been on repeat this whole fucking time. I just love it. It's such a banger. They had even like I call it the first song. The first song is more of an intro, but the second song. Um, Oh god, I'm just trying. Of course, I'm trying blanks on names right now. It's like they're, I thought that was one of the singles. It was like just so fucking catchy. I had to go back and be like, I feel like I, I know this one, but I hadn't. But it's really the ones I kind of want to have the most on repeat. But then it just you just let the whole thing play, and I just love how she just meshes um, English tracks with Spanish tracks in between, or just like one is like the full thing in Spanish, and just like they're just very 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 nice songs especially when they're just like they're titled in english and then she just like starts ripping in spanish just like that's fucking cool and then just last night local band local hardcore metal band dying wish releases their title track single for their upcoming album fragments of a bitter memory and it is fucking awesome it is so fucking good i waited for an album from these guys for a while now they just they've had a few singles for like last few years they didn't do anything last year and then they i guess they started working and they're promising an album for the first of october and then this first one is just damn does she just sounds so good her screams are just so sharp just so on point so brutal and then one of the fucking coolest like i mean this is such a catchy um like hug like on the chorus like your smile felt like a home uh, constant closure i'll never know and it's like the way she just like does it all in one fucking breath it's just like oh god and it like doesn't a melody not just like one giant roar it's like Mwah. so fucking dope i recommend this one for sure dying wish fragments of a bitter memory um it's already competing for maybe album of the year against harky for this guy with mayor because ooh, that one single is already kind of like fuck it's, it's just taking over my life <sighs> so that's everything i listen to jess <laughs> what kind of music do you like? And then what kind of music have you have you been listening to? Um, I like a lot of music. I think I think it's easier to say what I don't like. I don't like country yeah. with a lot of twang in it, like a lot of old twang in it, like a lot of okay. steel guitar I don't like. And I don't <laughs> like death metal. Not okay. necessarily because of the music. I just I can only take so much screaming on like I just kind of I'm just like I can't understand you and it's hurting my <laughs> vocal cords. <laughs> like but all the guitar and drumming and everything in death metal I love is just is so much screaming. <laughs> 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 so that's about what I won't listen to. Um so I I've been listening to actually this morning my dad sent me a song to listen to on my way to work and it was um Janis Joplin's version of Summertime. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, which 
her singing for summertime is not my favorite version of it because she kind of she does that she sings it more in her higher <laughs> register so where she kind of sort of sounds like I don't know. It's almost like Baba Yaga is like singing at you, like some old witch is singing at you <laughs> yeah. in it. But the guitar in her version and the music mm. backing it is gorgeous, like utterly gorgeous. It was a great way to drive to work. And um, I I was one of those millennials who last year during COVID got TikTok and discovered a bunch of TikTok artists and music <laughs> artists. Um, one I follow, she's been dropping a lot of singles on Spotify. I noticed and her name is Addison Grace. She does indie pop. So I think she plays like the ukulele. She has a beautiful light lilting, you know, that indie pop voice that she has. It's like the backing music is very kind of lo-fi in it too. So it's just something you listen to and it just makes you feel nice. Um, my favorite is probably one called Manic Pixie Dream Girl, and it's mainly because it's called <laughs> Manic Pixie Dream Girl. But she also does one called Sugar Rush, and it's just it's just some nice, easy listenings. Um, and also, all day today, I've been listening to a random playlist I've discovered on uh, Spotify, and the playlist is titled Running Through a Castle as Tom Hiddleston and I Yearn for Each Other. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just which this is not the only playlist it's just the one that i have checked out there's also one like running through new york at 3 a.m with stan <laughs> um oh what's his name stan winter soldier sebastian stan sebastian stan, yeah. right? sebastian stan. that's why i couldn't get it um yeah <laughs> running through new york at 3 a.m with sebastian stan is another one i need to listen to as well but um the tom hiddleston running through a castle one is just filled with just all those romantic musical soundtracks, like a lot from like the Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley. So Dawn is one of like the best <laughs> ones. And then, but also like Swan Lake Opus 20 is like in there because it's gorgeous. But then you, you also have like a Hoosier song and <laughs> it's just a wonderful playlist to like sit and listen to and think, yes, this is exactly what you would want playing as you run through a castle with like a ball gown and tom hiddleston is somewhere moping and you're like in love with each other <laughs> just it's great <laughs> but yeah that's been that's been mostly it i think <laughs> fuck yeah that's actually a pretty good range i should try to i should try to find this playlist just to see like what else is on there so uh daniel what have you been listening to as always, it's all over the goddamn place. So, um, yeah. uh, some Stone Sour. Um, Isaac, uh, who's my roommate, brought up Shine Down. So I was like, do I remember if I like Shine Down? <laughs> and that was a hard pass for me. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? I, th- I always thought they were one of the few bands of that style that I actually genuinely liked. Yeah. Uh, they have like two songs that are okay. Okay. That's that actually like. Yeah. I, I really, I really like their Leonard Skinner cover, the Simple Man cover. Okay. Yeah. Skinner. That that's actually a good one, but I'm just like, nope, nope. Skip, skip. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> also, uh, uh, some Chevelle, uh, Flume. Uh, jumping back into the EDM again, uh, San Holo, because, you know, cry stuff is always good, emotional EDM stuff. So that, uh, Black Tiger Sex Machine, again. Um, but again, that's usually for the workouts. Uh, Miha, she's a local artist that's, uh, that dated Skrillex for a bit, and she's on Skrillex's label. So got some deep house stuff in there. Uh, Matt Mason, uh, recommended by a friend. Uh, more on the pop side, so this will cater to, uh, Keith over here, so some Olivia Rodrigo. 
Oh, we talked about this. Oh, yeah, that's I right. Really that's like that album. <laughs> but it was like a mix of everything, you know, uh, G. Jones, um, Tiesto again, and uh, Calvin Harris, some Mudvayne. Yeah. Um, and Gorillas, and that's pretty much it. Dope, dope. And Keith, what was on your rotation? Okay, so I'll just start with what I kind of teased in my intro. Um, Stephen was on last week. He recommended to me, based on my usual picks, a band named Stand Atlantic, which is from Australia. And I currently... It's like... Okay, Postway. Yeah, no, I listen to them. I'll I'll use a gaming reference to see what what I mean here. So, you know, the Triforce, right? In The Legend of Zelda. So, I had two pieces of the Triforce, because I had Beach Bunny, (laughs) and I had Best Coast. And I'm like, I just need the third piece of the Triforce of awesome rock bands with female lead singers. And Steven introduced me to Stand Atlantic. And now <laughs> I have the complete Triforce and I feel complete as a person. So um they're really great. They're um he did describe them as Paramore with a little Taylor Swift on sprinkled on top, which Ooh. I think is a good <laughs> description. I also think if you like Echo Smith, there's a bit of Echo Smith in there too, personally. Mm. Um but some of their songs are a little harder than others, but I really dig it. I love their lyrics. Um one of the songs is called Skinny Dipping. And I love the lyric because it's like, it's like skinny dipping in my jeans. You get wet, but you don't get clean. And I'm like, ah, oh, I love that so much. Like, ah, but it's just, I just absolutely love Stan Lake. So thank you, Steven, for giving me another obsession. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what else did I listen to? Uh, I went back to the Tyler the Creator album again. Uh, not, not much, but yeah, still kind of the same opinion. Uh, I listened to some Tame Impala. I was kind of in a chill mood the past two weeks. So yeah. it was mostly chill music. So yeah, Tame Impala, the slow rush, the new album. Also, they announced their tour, and I'm going, and I believe Daniel's <laughs> going with me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> camera's over there. There we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, pretty excited about that, so I wanted to listen to it again. Uh, I was writing the other day, and so um, when I write, I like to listen to stuff that I'm super familiar with, so I don't have to think about what's going on. Um, so I put on probably my favorite album of all time, probably the greatest album of all time, Talking <laughs> Book by Stevie Wonder. Uh, <laughs> Listen to that through like six times. Um, I listened to Okie okay Human by Weezer. That's the one that they did with the, the symphony. Yeah. Because um, again, it's an easy listen. I also went back to the Lord single and I cannot wait for this album to come out. Like, I really want to see what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Did you end up listening to it this way? Um, it wasn't part of my list, no. <laughs> it's been a month. <laughs> I know. Um, I also, the, of new stuff, the only thing I really listened to was the new Tom Petty album. Um, oh. Yeah, which I usually will give a Tom Petty album a chance. Um, this one is actually the soundtrack for She's the One. And uh, it's called Angel Dream. And it's really good. I mean, it's a Tom Petty album. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. And I still really, really like his music. I, I think he's such a talented singer-songwriter. And mm. it kind of led me in this weird thought process that I'll get into real quick is a lot of classic rock were like, oh man, their best music was like the early stuff, right? Like how many artists are like their later stuff is, but I'm like, I think, I think it's really impossible for a classic artist to make a song later in their career that really stands out because of the nostalgia driven. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the I, whole legacy I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's so many amazing albums later in an artist's career that don't get the credit just mm-hmm. because of that. And so Hussway knows I tend to listen to classic artists when they put on new albums. Mm-hmm. Um, like like I listened to Paul McCartney when it came out not too long ago. Like just because I'm just like 
there's something good here. There's got to be. It's, it's still a Paul McCartney album, you know. So yeah, it was um, still a good album, though. At least yeah. I thought I liked the Paul McCartney album. I, I did. I liked it a lot. So. Yeah. And then other than that, uh, it was the usual. So sorry, Stand Atlantic, Beach Bunny, Best Coast, and of course, Fickle Friends. Fickle Friends. I was, I was waiting for that one every for week, that drop. Every week, I'll mention Fickle Friends, the best album, our best artists out there right now. They're currently mixing their second album. They put two uh, EPs out, and uh, they're going to use those and other songs in their album. And I'm very, very excited. And they're the best. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I listened to. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, I listened to the Loki soundtrack a bit too when I was writing. So, oh, cool! It is a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it's really great cool. music there. Um, no, I, I did listen to Stan Atlantic. Uh, just only the the last album they put out, and I did like it. There's good music. It's just my one opinion is that, and I get for it, for, it works for some of the songs, but uh, some of the parts. But she uses way too many effects on her voice, and I just wish there was a little bit more confidence and just like just belting it. Um, other than that, that was just like a one thing. I just, it just kept t- taking me out of it when it's just like, well, here he goes again, just doing a, a, an effect or putting something behind the voice. When when, would, it, when it'd be clean, it just, it's it's fantastic. I would recommend what Steven told me to do, which is to start at their previous album. Okay, yeah, I did just that's start with more, the last one. That's more of an, a, like a, a raw thing. I think mm-hmm. you can do that a lot. So that's the one with skinny dipping on. Yeah. So. And then going back to what you, what you said about classical artists that just can still put out great stuff, and it's like. A little, maybe a little more newer, but that's why I still hold with, um, at least I guess now it's 10 years old, but Wasting Light with Foo Fighters is my favorite oh, album, where it's okay. like, how, how can they put something out, uh, anything after like all my life and then ever long? But then here comes a great analog uh, produced album mm-hmm. that was Wasting Light, and it's just like so fucking great. I love that thing cover to cover. Mm-hmm. Well, you know my favorite. Well, potentially. Yeah, you haven't ever said which one is your favorite. Fighters. Potentially, it's Sonic Highways. To be honest. Ooh, nice! So, okay. From beginning to end, it might be. It was such a great project. Like just it's the ambition, to how they made it. I just wish they had more time each episode, or each episode they had like a week per studio. I wish they would have taken the extra week each time. And then uh, just uh, there's some some songs are just kind of like ah, they're just like almost there. But I do love the album just because it was just awesome to try that. There's not a dud song on it, is the thing. Mm. So, and that's why I kind of love it. And also. Because it was, they had the documentary series with it. I know the meaning of pretty much every lyric, oh, yeah. every song, and that's cool. So, yeah. nice. So, icebreakers out of the way. Recommendations set. Let's move on to the actual category. And this new page is songs from Guitar Hero games slash rock band games. Man, these go fucking back. I've not played one in a while. But I honestly hold nothing but the fondest memories with these games. So, such great times. Daniel, did you have this game around? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> what did you play it on? On the Wii. On the Wii? Ooh, nice. Oh, That's a good one. Okay. That's yeah. cool, cool. Jess, what did you play this on mainly? Uh, Xbox 360. You know what? Me fucking too. <laughs> I did play it on the 360. And Keith, how did, you, how did you play this one around? Mostly at my friend's houses. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. I'm not the most musically talented person. I'm more mm-hmm. of a musical critic, but um, <laughs> I it, we talked about it last time. You may have talked about it before, but um, early on, I was like, "This is fun, I guess." But once the drums and the vocals came into play, I really started to enjoy it because I can drum. Oh you know, yeah! So and then I can sing most '90s rock. So yeah. <laughs> um, so that's when I really started to enjoy it. But usually, it was after several drinks with some of my friends. 
just, you know, blasting all night long and pissing off the neighbors. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, well, for me, it came out like when I was still, I would say, I was looking back now as a fucking kid. But I guess I gotta say middle school when the first one came out. So I did have one, two, and three. Those are ones I did have going into rock bands. Those are ones going to friends' houses because, yeah, did not have the money to have all the equipment or the whole band set up. But nonetheless, like shit. I like that we. I like that I had those first three because just to be able to practice, knowing how to play the game, so that potentially now when the parties came, I was actually one of the band members that I could probably keep up, depending <laughs> if I wasn't trying to be a jackass and playing on expert when I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> but damn it, it was just getting to know these songs, or just like some song, like well, for just undergrad, a lot of my soundtracks, like to my life, really were branching off some of these songs because they were just like. Songs I, was, I would obviously have on repeat playing, but then getting to know this band, these bands, and it's like, oh, it's already the shit I do like. So what else is after out there that's like similar like this? Is like it really helped out with my library. Uh, Jess, going back to Jess, mm-hmm. um, crazy parties are good. Um, what are, what's one of your favorite memories, or from what particular game? Um, we'll talk about songs in a second. I don't. So I don't know. I I owned a lot actually, and like. The main thing why I like this game so much was it was one of the few games I could play with my dad because he nice. he plays guitar so and he is really talented with the guitar. I am I've tried, but I'm not as talented as he is. But this was the one game that we could actually play together for like hours, Dope. and so that's like my fond memory of it is is playing with my dad. And so I actually had a lot of them because he would go out and be like, "Ooh, there's." There's the rock band Beatles. Like, we love Beatles. So we're going to get this one. And Van Halen. And I don't know. We just, we got, I had a lot of them. I, I meant to actually pull out. I'm pretty sure I still have them back in storage, but I, I wasn't able to pull them out to see exactly how many I actually had. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, was he, I'm, I'm glad that he kind of, that he did catch on or that he liked playing it because I was about to ask, like, was he one of those musicians where it's like, he just didn't get it at first. Like, well, this is stupid. Like, that's not yeah. how you play music. No, no, he, he never got to expert level, but he could play on hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was, but, but yeah, he'd be like, actually, it took him because like, I never read the direction. So it took me a while to learn that you could hammer on. And so once, <laughs> once we figured that out, we we're like, oh, okay, this is a bit more <laughs> like how playing. A little more hard. real. <laughs> yeah, a little more real. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, no, but go ahead. Uh, Going back to like, I had like the first three, and like the, the by then by the third one, it was fun. Like had friends over, play versus versus. Uh, but by the third one, I was honestly just like getting tired of it. Had that fatigue, and then along comes Rock Band, and all I wanted to do was just be on drums for that one for sure. I never got expert level because beyond expert was all, almost like borderline the real thing. But that fucking pedal was shit, and it, it would either break or uh-huh. it would just not register right. So I was very I got. I, I'm happy that I got comfortable on hard uh, on the drums, depending on the song. Like Everlong, I still needed my three saves to get through the song, uh, but but for the most part, like kind of easy songs were were good to play, have like those cool fills and stuff. Uh, but yeah, these have just a lot of fun memories. So let's get down to sharing what songs really really uh, held up for us. I'll open it up. Oh shit, that's not my list. This is my list. Oh, man, so for the first one, it's definitely. From the first one, I'm definitely going to repeat some from last time because I, I just like fucking love these songs. Um, and the first one is one of the bonus songs from the first game, 
wants to beat the game that you have like or you have like like the cash and you can just like go over it's uh get ready to rock by freeze pop just because at first it was just like oh this song's funny but then it was just like okay this song is starting to mean a little too much for my gay little heart <laughs> and because like the opening lyrics were just like hey pretty boy it's time to wake up and i won't sing it this time but hey pretty boy um put on your makeup and it's like oh shit and after a while it was just like that part started just to really resonate with me and and i'll say it's like i said last time um i used to see a girl that had these clip-on feathers it, i mean like it was like a feather strand yeah. with like some other, some other like uh, stuff on it like uh for, for some other charms but she was white so it was a little kind of too appropriating so i'd usually try to take it or to wear it every chance I could so she so she wouldn't. <laughs> um, uh, and every single time I'd put it I'd put it on, I would be that pretty boy. I was that pretty boy from the song. <laughs> and it's just it's such a bad it's such a badass song because it's one of those where they didn't have like the master recording for it the first time around for the first game. So you get two very different songs. And honestly both songs really work. Like yeah te- technically the the guitar hero song is a cover but it has that more aggressive distortion um, guitar behind it. But then I just, I love going back to, to the original one. Cause like, I just, I know it, I knew it first by the, by the guitar hero one. And then getting like the real one is like, Oh shit. You just get like these vast, vastly different vibes or genres to the songs. But I definitely recommend listening to both of them. Obviously when I present this one, but then going to YouTube and, and looking up just this one in the guitar hero form. And it's just, they're both a lot of fun. So yeah, first one, freeze pop. Get ready to rock. Next up, Jess, what is your first entry into the jukebox? Um, so I picked one because it introduced me to a new band that I didn't know that well. And it was on Guitar Hero 2, and it's Beast and the Harlot by Avenged Sevenfold. So I had never heard their songs before. Beast and the Harlot. It was so fun to play and then listening to it. I just, I love the song. I love what it's about. It's like this almost biblical epic story and this metal song and i'm like this is great so it was made for me and then i got on the avenge sevenfold bandwagon for a bit and listened to a bunch of their other songs so <laughs> thanks to guitar hero <laughs> i actually really don't like avenge sevenfold oh no except, except except for like two songs this one being one of them because of my nostalgia towards the game so i really can't hate on it but i'm but i've never been an a7 x fan only because and i'll tell you i'll tell everybody why right now okay i don't i don't know what it was but in that whole like metal supreme phase of my life and i would just like just talk shit about poppy music mm-hmm. i would confuse a7x with uh good charlotte and that's no. why. It's, okay. <laughs> and now, and now, I mean, now for nostalgia reasons, I fucking adore Good Charlotte for for uh-huh. all the right reasons. But I still fucking hate A7X because they were just like, oh, you're just not that band. <laughs> okay. What what a mix up. <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking mix up. Uh, and every single time, it's like, oh, the same fucking band. I just I don't like them. They're shit. <laughs> so that's why I don't like Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Except for, I mean, Beast of the Harley gets a pass, so thank you for the addition. And again, because, like, at least in this theme, in this topic. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're kind of like, like, a lot of metal fans consider them to be, like, you know, not yeah. not real. Like, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm not that deep into it. So. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Daniel, what is your first pick? 
I just got to pig- piggyback a little bit. So I saw them open <laughs> up for Metallica and okay. M Shadows' voice went out three times. First time, I was like, all right, the, you know, this is basically like the lag end of your tour, so I'll give you one. But when it cracked the third time, I was like, all right, nope, nope, you just you lost your voice. You just can't sing anymore. Sorry, dude. <laughs> and then after that tour ended, um, a morning sickness, you know, KUPD here, local rock station, they talked about how M. Shadows actually had to get uh, steroid shots in his throat so he could recover his uh, vocal cords and vocal strength. So. Okay, but that happens to Adele too. Like True. these people push their voices because I they know. don't get proper training. Like doesn't necessarily mean that they suck at music. It's just right. <laughs> I, I just never really cared for his voice. I mean, he was good when I was really old, uh really old event sevenfold. You can actually scream and hold it, but and I get that wear and tear on your voice, but still I'm just like not my thing. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> yeah. go, go, to, go to like an opera training school and they'll teach you how to properly scream. Well, well yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but anyway, that just kind of, solid, you know, that just kind of dug that opinion of like, I don't like you guys even more when it's on live and open up for Metallica. So, yeah. Okay. That's uh, right. Quick question. How did James sound, by the way? Uh, raspy as hell. <laughs> uh huh. He he could still hold his notes and like hold a pitch, but um, everything, you know how he ends everything with like <clears throat> like newer, you know, yeah. Metallica. Yeah, that's how he was ending every every lyric he sang was like, <clears throat> at the end. I mean, if, if we're if we're just throwing out disses, Dave Grohl also just belts out a scream. How instead dare of, like, you even? I don't Dave even care what you're about. Amazing. I'm noticing. I'm noticing. I'm noticing him changing up the songs, so he'd rather just scream it than do it right. I'm just uh-huh. I'm just calling it as it is. Hey, he's my hero, right? so I can call it out. <laughs> he is the son of Apollo. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Relationship is in jeopardy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. But back on track. Um. So this is actually one of my go-to karaoke songs, and I have to Ooh, nice. say Awesome Kingdom by the Toadies. <gasps> that's on my list. Oh, oh my I god. I cannot believe it. your goddamn list. Was, oh, sorry, it killed it for me. <laughs> it's, my, it's on mine, too, because this is also a karaoke of mine. <laughs> I just love doing, you know, the last part, just saying the, do you want to die? Not going to yeah. sing it. I want to, but not going to, but I just love doing that part so much. And this is kind of double-dipping, too, because we talked about rock band and actually being able to sing that part and do it on the mic on on rock band was amazing because this was originally <laughs> on guitar hero 2 and then yeah, they right featured mm-hmm. on rock band oh, that's so, true yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's my song okay so my first pick is from guitar hero 2 and it's a song that Josue is going to be familiar with because i recommended it last time and it's yeah. a song that i have a real weakness for and that is Matthew Sweet's Girlfriend. Um, it's just a really fun song. It's, it's very much pop rock. Um, it's the kind of thing you'd probably hear playing on the radio in like 98. You know, like in the era of like life as a highway and shit like that. Um, but it's got a really cool like actual rock vein running through it. Um, the lead guitarist basically solos throughout the entire song. And it's, it's almost like backing vocals. And there is a back little touches like... Um, there's a choir that do little like oohs and ahs in the background of his vocals, and I just I just really like it. I think it's really well put together. It's also excellent driving music. <laughs> um, if so, I love a good driving playlist. And oh it's yeah. just like it's the kind of thing you can roll the windows down and just belt out the lyrics because they're not super complex, but it's just like a lot of fun, you know. So 
yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Matthew Sweet, girlfriend from Guitar Hero 2. Excellent. Now, so for my second one, um, it's one of those I wish I could save it for last, but one of y'all might, might pick it, and I want to pick it. <laughs> and this one is That's What You Get by Paramore. That was on my short list. <laughs> this was such a great song. Like, just for the times to just hit so right, for this to come out in 2007, and my, my sophomore year in high school, only for this song to be in the in the biggest game of the times the following year. And it was just like, um, it had to be played every single time anywhere it got together with this game on there. And to just to kind of almost like get that vibe from like the vi- the music video and just like have that feel when early early days of Paramore probably went there. I think second you're album. right. By second, second album. One, yeah. Because they had the one before, but I don't know if they had. There was another one. No, this is the second one. Right, it was the second one. It's just, it just got so overplayed, but it was just like in the best way. Because I mean, they was just like such a fucking banger of an album, and it really just put them on the map for forever. Um, so just having that's what you get as part of like your high school life as part of these songs, and just like going fucking ape shit to this fucking game was just, it was just such a fun memory. So it just had to be played. It just had to be put on here. So yes, Jess, number two. Uh, my number two is from Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, and Ooh. that is going to be the surprise I got when they had basically a whole half of an album um, for like, I think it was like the last thing you had to do in the game before you completed it, but it was all of Rush 2112. Oh, yes. no shit. So the rock opera 2112. I remember it started and I was like, this is this is that Rush rock opera. <laughs> and, it's just, <laughs> and it went through every single, it's like seven song collection in it and it's just one of my favorite things to listen to occasionally and so i was happy to be able to play it because it's it's rush doing a sci-fi rock opera story story about a dystopian world that no longer has music in it and my favorite part of it is discovery in which it's describing the main character discovering an electric guitar and so it starts with the guitar out of tune and you hear him tuning it and then it goes into this just gorgeous melody with just it's just beautiful it's great i love rush 2112 <laughs> this is one of those projects i have not given it like a cover to cover go and i think it's gonna be like when i was like in in the middle of making this playlist i just listened to all these songs mm-hmm. in the middle of making this it's gonna just be the whole album just so i can just get the experience again yeah i don't listen to this one enough so cool um yeah and also, honestly i also didn't play that game like what was it again let wait Warriors, Warriors of Rock. It was on the three. Yeah, was it three? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it is three. I but they called it Warriors of Rock. Okay, all right. (laughs) Oh, that Legends of Rock was the third one. Yeah, yeah, Legends. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, it was later on down the line because it took me forever to figure out because I couldn't remember which one it was on. So I went through like the whole mecha list and I was like, scrolling, scrolling, like where was this thing? I can't remember where it was at. Maybe it was five. It was it was like World Tour. There's World Tour. Yeah, with yeah. Warriors of Rock was six. Six. Oh, okay. There you, go. you guys really did get the whole collection. I did. I had a lot. I really did had a lot. Although I learned there were ones I did not even know about. So I was like, oh, there's like rock smith games like real guitar. It's like shit. Okay, that one sounds cool though. Um, so who is I just next? Daniel. just gotta say one thing to quote a movie. Um, so just with you saying Rush in my van, we only listen to one band and one band only. Yeah. Rush. <laughs> Rush. <laughs> How about a little bit of variety, Daniel? Rush. I can't remember. I can't remember. See the, the line. line. See the line. 
<laughs> Rush is <Right>. variety, bitch. <laughs> I have that Blu-ray and I couldn't remember. Damn it. <laughs> um, but uh, the next song, um, just going to piggyback on Josue here. Um, you know, the Rock uh, uh, Guitar Hero games basically did kind of have me branch out to other music. So um didn't know too much about like 60s and 70s music. Um, I knew a lot of 80s and 90s, but not 60s mm-hmm. and 70s. So I have to go with Sunshine of Your Love by Cream, which was on Guitar Hero 3. And I just love the Ooh. bass and the entire thing. The, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a classic riff. So it's I a love that. Riff. That's what really got me into it. And yeah, I have to throw that on the list. I know, like those discoveries where I just like, oh, this is a great song. Where's this from? That long ago, and at, th- at that point, I would get sometimes I'd get pissed or just like, where the fuck at this point for real? Where the fuck was my dad like to not recommend these songs to, like to me? So yeah, someone is like, man, these are old fucking songs, and how did I not get around to these? But also like being in the fucking butt corner of Yuma, like you weren't getting a lot nope. of like obscure stuff for a while, or at least a lot of culture for a while, unless yeah. you really got out of, your way for, out of the way for that. So. I'm just glad somebody besides me put a cream song on this. Yeah, for sure. For real, dude. <laughs> Great fucking choice. So after that, you smooth transition into Keith's pick. Yeah, uh, I'm actually going the classic rock track as well. Nice. Um, this is uh, a song I've talked about before on this show. Uh, and it was actually added under a different category in the previous iteration of this playlist. And that song is The Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen. Mm. Um, Echo and the Bunnymen are one of those bands that the average person doesn't know, but music critics absolutely love. And um, I really, really enjoy Echo and the Bunnymen. They, they're they like classic rock, but they also have like, it's, it's more 80s glam than anything in some ways, but hmm. then sometimes it's more like Nick Cave. It's really weird. They have like a really glam darkness to them. It's so weird to explain, but The Killing Moon is such a great song. I uh, absolutely love it. Uh, their other song, Lips Like Sugar, will be on this playlist at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm going to add them. But yeah, I didn't know this was on the games. I <laughs> discovered that it's on Rock Band 3. Ooh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's the one I really was like, I need to dig this stuff out and try to play that because I love <laughs> that song. So, um, but yeah, The Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen. Awesome. Going into the last rounds. I really wish I knew what your guys' last songs were so I can just go around those hey going first last yeah right hey going last first yes hey yeah. going last first so for my last one um i guess i'll go with god they're just so good ones you know what no i'm gonna go with maps by the yeah yeah yes yes that's good. This also one, on my list <laughs> i mean i almost regret it but no it is a good one another memory to this song was if you guys knew skill, what Skills USA was way back in school, I was a part of it because I was part of a vocational school for a, a TV production class. And there was like a, a camping trip. And at one point, there was like, hey, this is going to be a rock band. But fucking idiots didn't take their memory card or for some reason, the, it wasn't the right hard drive. So the actual counselors had to spend like the whole first night trying to unlock as many songs as they could. So that for like, was it for like, there's like a, not talent show, but there was like a, a get together later on there was rock gonna be rock band and then like a uh, battle of the bands type of thing if you will uh, with rock band and so they needed to have the variety and our band the salty biscuits yes it was after an innuendo um yeah. <laughs> just to hear them say it out loud um 
we did not get to play maps because that's the one we wanted because some other band fucking took it first and <laughs> we ended up doing Bon Jovi Wanted Dare Alive, but I'm not going to put that fucking song on. I'm going to put on maps. Um, but yeah, why yeah. not? <laughs> well, well, because that's a song we lost to. So fuck that song. <laughs> even though it was, it was, it was the song. That, <laughs> it was the song that, that got me to start playing on hard mode on drums, but still fuck that song. We could have had a much better time. Anyway, back to maps. Um, cause, cause that fucking band played after us too. And it was bullshit because we had our good times. And so after that, I was like, oh, shit, now it's them. And oh, shit, they're playing maps. So we started singing maps. And then we, as the Salty Biscuits, were the ones that got the crowd to start singing maps with them. One of the pluses that for being judged is to get the crowd to move with you. That was us. We fucking did that. And yeah, we, we lost a $15 uh, gift card to iTunes way back when, which was like literally gold. So you shot yourself uh, in the foot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we literally did, and also because and the thing is like you also got judged by the difficulty. So I was like, you know what, they're playing on medium. Let's be, fucking play on hard. And it was all like pressure on me because I was the one new one playing into into hard. Um, but regardless, we fucking did it. We all scored it in the ninety section. They played on medium and still got like in the nineties. And one person got eighty percent. So it should have notched them down so fucking low. But I guess we were the crowd control that gave them all the fucking points to win, and it was so dumb. And it was two maps. It really is a great fucking song. I cannot. I can't hate the song. I, I'll hate the band forever, um, but I can never hate the song. By the band, you mean the band you lost to, not the yeah, yeah, yes. Not the exactly. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, how dare you, sir? I mean, it's like, fuck the yeah, yeah, yes, except for maps. Maps is cool. No, no, no. It didn't sound like that. It's, it's that whatever obscure band that I got to botch it, and then we botch it, and you rescued. Yeah, yeah, and we did. We fucking fucking rescued the song. Um, but yeah, it was very, it was very fun, and I just this fond memories with this game was just so fucking fun. So that was my last pick. Jess, final pick. Okay, my final pick is gonna be from Guitar Hero Three, and it's Knights of Sidonia. Good one. Oh, just, that was yeah. my last cut. I'm oh. not even kidding. That was last <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good because it didn't make my cut. So oh, okay, good. I I love Muse, and that was like I think the first Muse song I ever heard. It was such a fun song to play on Guitar Hero. So that's that's nice, Estonia. Yeah, it was I one of those fucking hard ones too. Oh yeah, it was very hard. I I like tried to perfect it. I don't think I ever managed to, but I tried. No, no, it's great fucking pig. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Now, Daniel, I actually switched it up. Um, so this one was on Guitar Hero Five, and it's uh two minutes to midnight from Iron Maiden. Because no matter oh, what, nice. what instrument you're playing or vocals, this song is hard as hell. Plus. Iron Maiden kicks a lot of ass. If you ever get the chance to see him live, Bruce Dickinson still has it. Yo, what about yeah. Steve Harris on the bass? However, he, <laughs> dude, Steve Harris. He had to shit. lift his leg on the speaker so he can shred on the bass. <laughs> oh, he manually moved his leg. Oh my god, that's adorable. Um, ghost open for them, and I saw them back uh, three years ago. Really great show. They have all the energy, even though he had to, you know, kind of lift his leg up on the on the speaker to shred. But really good show. <laughs> if uh, they tour again, really recommend seeing them at least once. Nice. Iron Maiden was one of those. I was like, I wish I could. So moving on to last picks for the 
episode, Keith. Okay. I always start with my honorable mentions, and we'll work backwards everybody else's. Uh, second time this has been an honorable mention for me in three weeks, or three shows, uh, <laughs> Killer Queen by Queen. Ooh, yeah, yeah. One. yeah. Good one. It was on my list. <laughs> yeah. Also, a song that I, I hate that I love this band, Osway. They come up all the time. Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf. I don't know why I love Duran Duran. I really <laughs> don't. Like, but I saw it and I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, why, what's wrong with me? <laughs> um, so, at least it's not Rio, because Rio, man, I'll get crunk Rio. Anyways, so, so Rio. I, I have a dilemma. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know I love you. You're my friend. You're my brother. Mm-hmm. So cool. I'm not going to pick a song, but I know no, we'll make it will be set. Okay. So my final honorable mention is Dragon Force through the Fire and the Flames. I mean, it's like I know it's like it would only. I mean, if you pick it for any other topic, I'll still hate you. But in in this one, it, it would get the pass. But I still am be like, uh, it's like that one song I just don't like. Last time we did this, I, I messaged him. I'm like, hey, should we just make that you know an automatic entry? Because everyone's gonna say it. He's like, I fucking hate that song. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> so. it's- if they weren't such a gimmicky band, if they could actually pull off what they do on the videos uh, live, then you know what? Fucking hats off to Dragon <laughs> Force. Yes, I can't play like the like the way they do. Sure, but uh, this is where the gimmicky part of my call out comes in. Is because which is can they. truth? Because I mean, yes, they kind of fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, of course. Although Liz absolutely adores them, by the way. Our producer, Liz, <laughs> loves Dragon Force. Liz has the strangest taste in music you'll ever That's experience. Dope. If anything, <laughs> I like Dragon Force because Liz likes them. Yeah. Because of her music. She'll be on a mix with Gaga and, like, Irish folk music. She's the weirdest person I know. <laughs> um, so, so my final actual pick, though. The band should not be a surprise this way. It's the Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh. Um, and I'm picking Cherub Rock. Uh, it was on both Guitar Hero 3 and Rock Band 1. Nice. Um, it's not from the album, but I keep threatening to put the entire album on the playlist. So, <laughs> so it's an extra. Is, yeah, so it's a bonus. So yeah, it, for those who don't know, my goal is to put every track from Melancholy and Infinite Sadness double disc on this playlist <laughs> at some point. Um, but Cherub Rock, I think, was Siamese Dream, the one before that. So. Hmm. Um, it's just a great song. The the opening guitar, it just gives it just flashes me back, you know. It's just I love it. Um Yeah, that was that was a tough cut though. Um I'll be honest, yeah, if you didn't pick Knights of Sidonia, I would have had a really hard decision to make. <laughs> so I'm very happy you did. <laughs> so yeah, that's my last one. Awesome. Uh working backwards, Daniel mentioned Rebel Yell, and that's a karaoke song. Um, this will actually bring back memories for Jess. Uh, whenever we would go over to Matt's house and we would play, uh, Guitar Hero 5, because he had the whole full set. Feel Good Inca was always, would always jump on the vocals for that. Um, actually, yeah, that, nice. that's, uh, the, my two honorable mentions. So, uh, Jess, any other tracks that almost made the list? Um, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent from Guitar Hero World Tour. Uh, and also back when we used to actually play together as friends, I remember playing Hot for Teacher so often. Can't remember exactly which game it was on, but Hot for Teacher Van Halen. I was also on five, which I don't remember the name. Yeah, was it five? Okay, all right. 
Oh, five okay. was five. Five was just called five. Five was just five. <laughs> it was, it's very Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, honorable mentions for me, we had so many guitar duels. And just to settle who was the best guitarist for like the day <laughs> was uh, we had to plug in uh, Guitar Hero 2 with uh, Jordan by Buckethead. One of the sickest fucking guitar, the guitar, uh, yeah, just songs with guitar only, basically. So dope. And then if that didn't get settled with that one, it, we jump over with uh, the Fall of Troy with FCP Ooh, Remix, yeah. which was going to be my last choice because it's such a great fucking song. Uh, after that, then, yes, also still with the duels, um, the Rise Against oh, yeah. songs, Prayer for the Refugee was just actually such oh, a yeah. hard fucking song to play on there. Uh, give, and then Give It All is just because arguably my favorite Rise Against song, but that was on Rock Band. And then, and the last one I'll mention is uh, Dead on Arrival by <laughs> uh, Fall Out Boy. It, I just had like, this one fond memory on that one. It's like, I was on the drums because I just wanted to be on the drums. Uh, my buddy Raph was on the, had been on guitar. And then uh, my boy Hakili's had been, had just been hogging the mic, as he always did. And Ralph had already explained that he wanted to sing for a while. But Hawk just being Hawk, just being like, nah, it's my game. <laughs> so at one point, then we finally get to Dead on Arrival by Fall Out Boy. And literally, Ralph just stops playing and walks over and tries to grab the mic off of Dylan's hands, <laughs> off of Hawk's hands. And they literally just start fighting over the mic. And I'm still trying to keep going. I'm, I'm going with the song. And I'm just like screaming, like, please, can we get a log? We're going to lose the song. <laughs> And sure enough, we fucking lose the song because Rob had not fucking been playing the whole time, and they were just saying each other or uh, each other word of the song to each other, and it's like, God damn it! So yeah, they they swap they swap instruments after that. <laughs> it was just such a fun times. So yeah, uh, maybe these songs, some of these will come back next time if we do this one again. This was such a fun 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 section. I love reminiscing about these these songs and these times, and especially this game because. Really, my rock band like or music video game career really ended around Rock Band Two. I really, really didn't play much after that. Um, but yeah, this was super fucking fun. Let's move on to next thing is new releases. It's that time. There's new music out. Keith, what do you see on your end? Uh, so as far as this week goes, uh, I got the Vince Stables album. <gasps> oh, for real? Yes. Yeah. Which is which has an eighty four on Metacritic, which is crazy good. Dope. Um, Drugstore Romeos. I got an Inhaler album, which did not score well. I'm kind of like a um, Wallflowers. Um, I, I have a weakness for the Wallflowers because yeah. yeah. the lead singer is Bob Dylan's son. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that oh, nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tom Odell. from Vid Staples. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. Not a ton this week, to be frank. Yeah, honestly, I'm not. I'm just seeing. Uh, but last up, Reese Beats. What's up? I do have next week's. Oh, do you? Nice. There's a couple big ones. Ooh. Um. Your boy Pop Smoke. Oh. Yeah. Has a new album coming out. Um, he had that much. It was known that he had a fuckload material yeah. like left over, yeah. and oh, it's, it's gonna be so sad. It's self-titled. So. Uh. <laughs> um. KSI. Okay. I know. Yourself, I know. I'm like, your self indulgence. You got to go to shop. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Sorry. It's, it's uh, the okay. rapper slash right, video game streamer. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, John Mayer has an album coming out. Okay. Uh, it looks like the Willow album is actually out next week. Oh, thank God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be so fucking good. It's, it's going to be a rock album. And I highly recommend those last two singles that just that she put out in preparation for this one. Uh, and then I also got Concrete Castles. And there's a new Bare Naked Ladies album. <laughs> that's funny which okay i have a severe weakness for so, um i don't see anything else ida may ida may has an album coming out Ooh. i think that's it though nice um stuff to call on my end um asap 12 he has a new single and his literally all the singles he's been putting out have just been gold and like the last two albums from last year were just fantastic so i'm excited for this one uh dope Shout out to uh, Nico, who was on the Pride episode, because I have been listening to Who Killed XIX, specifically for like the song that they shouted out to uh, Spy, because um, I listened to the, that project that was that was a part of it, and it was very weird. It really is like just two friends getting together and just like throwing their preferred genres to the like at the wall and just seeing what sticks. Um, and that being said, Spy was kind of like my favorite song out of that project. And then last week they had Spy Turbo, which was a a turbo version of that song and it was literally the way it was meant to be sound sounded with like the rest of the project and now i guess there's a, a slow down version of spy so shout out to nico for 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 putting them onto me because they're actually really good or just they're just very weird <laughs> other than that those are really like the last two things i really kind of saw that you didn't i'm excited for that in staple self-titled it looks yeah. awesome yeah, Sweet. yeah, yeah. Honestly, like not not many new new stuff this week. So, yeah, I'm excited for the following week, though. That's gonna be sick as fuck. Excellent. Well, moving on to roulette. Next episode times. What is next episode times, Keith? Our, our next category is vulgar display of lyrics, <laughs> which I know Jessica wanted to be on. I did really come back want to be on this one, and John snatched it. Uh, that's right. Well, John Cameron is gonna yeah. be our guest. <laughs> yeah, great. <right. laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, hey, if he bells, if he bells, you're you're my backup. So <laughs> there's a table for five. So if you ha- if you ha- it's like yo, I got my songs picked out. I'm ready to be on the show. <laughs> so, like, just come back next time. It was honestly so a pleasure question. having you. So yes, very much so. <laughs> on that topic, uh, would like uh, "Fucker Gently" by Tenacious D fall under that category? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's basically, yeah, <laughs> we, we, it's songs that. <laughs> songs that are vulgar but it can, but like okay. it doesn't have to be just straight curse words it can be a song that shouldn't be vulgar that is like a love song that is vulgar that's vulgar to me like like last time i picked only basically singer songwriter white girl with piano okay. songs with a lot of so, in it, basically so yeah. like it's just whatever you feel is vulgar so like uh, sweet asshole by Sarah Bareilles and stuff. Yeah. There's not too much cursing in it, but because it's so sweet sounding, so I have to move to like so. yeah. on that genre to category. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I think I think T Dog picked one that was just straight up overly sexual, <laughs> like really nastily sexual. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Excellent. Honestly, can't wait to just start dissing out all these swears and all these vulgarities. But right now, this concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Again, so many thank yous to the co-hosts and their amazing picks. Rounds for plugs. Jess, where can people find you? Anything you want to shout out to? Give shout outs to. Um, 
I don't know. I can't even think of a shout out right now. I'm so excited to listen to all this new music that I'm like writing frantic notes like, ooh, I remember that song. I need to listen to it again. <laughs> um, but you can find me on Twitter as at JM Bailey writes. Oh, excellent. And Daniel. Um, so I'm go- going to have a new co-host. I'm very excited. Uh, looks like the hiat- hiatus is going to end. Uh, but I think I've been nice. here long enough. I don't have to say I'm, you know, part of the Communist Party anymore. But you can find me on Twitter at SuperCommonDaniel. <laughs> Unless this is when you totally. turn, when you make us it's not believe ne- it. <laughs> it's never not funny, man. <laughs> I honestly didn't hear it until it was called out. Because, I mean, I just see it all the time. So I, maybe that's why. But that shit was so funny. <laughs> so, uh, Keith, plugs, shout outs. Yeah, uh, so you can find me on Twitter at WHI Podcast Keith. You can find our producer Liz, WHI Podcast Liz. You can find uh, We Have Issues, our other show that's about all the new comics that come out every week at WHI Podcast on Twitter as well. And of course, you can check those out on Geekly Media at geeklymedia.com as well as at Geekly Media on Twitter. Excellent. And thank you to you, the listeners, for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. You can definitely follow this show at Jukebox Vertigo and myself on Twitter at Josue Reads Josue, where a public playlist will be updated and shared weekly, as well as a short playlist to go with every new episode with our picks. Now let loose with your jams and geek out. This concludes our broadcast.